These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Hayfler here with my main man. Eric Dixon. Yo. We'd like to welcome you back to another wonderful week at the round table with us, serving our light, sharing stories, sharing ourselves, and being grateful for you guys. So Thanks. welcome back. Go ahead, brother. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, man. So grateful. Appreciate you. Still growing. Yeah. The audience is still growing. Yeah. We talked about it quite a bit at work the other day, and I had a couple new uh, faces like, you have a podcast? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, check it out. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I'm definitely going to listen to that. Yeah. So. I had somebody come in the other day and share some news with me, and I was like, um, I was like, hey, man, you're a great dude. And he's like, so are you. He's like, I've been listening to your podcast. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, thank you. Like, That's awesome. Thanks for that reminder. Um, that was cool. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's fun to hear the audience growing and just more people listening yeah it's neat because i think we have a lot a lot to connect with people yeah. and then uh my new boss asked me about it the other day so he's like what do you guys talk about on your podcast so i was like pretty much like mental health stuff how we're doing struggles triumphs just basically the things that we grow through that's the podcast yeah, for sure and everybody can relate because you know we're all different individuals but in the grand scheme of things we all have the same feelings and emotions so yeah. uh it's really beautiful and i i I'm really grateful when people comment on the chemistry you and I have. Yeah. That's like one of the main comments I get. Like, you guys do really well together. Yeah. So that's always like, well, that's my best friend. I hope we would do well together. It's, it's <laughs> be weird cool. if not, huh? Yeah, it, it would be. But, you know, but it is. It's a great compliment because yeah, even though even though you're best friends or whatever, or maybe you're not, but it's it's still tough to have a chemistry to have a conversation but when you study each other and you know exactly how that other person is it's like it's like you already know the the moves to the chess game right you know it's it's pretty cool because it is an awesome compliment because it does take a lot of work mm-hmm. you got to know your, you got to know your friend you got to know your co-host you got to know whoever it is your partner even in a relationship and that takes work it does you know Takes Absolutely. Words, takes takes conversations, takes takes all that energy. So it's an awesome compliment. I love getting those too. Yeah, I did, I did too, man. I absolutely love that. And uh, you know, I think it's really beautiful how we balance each other. Yeah. You know? It's it's hard, especially in the podcast game, because obviously that's where people hear us be fluent with each other. Um, because it's a live conversation. And I see a lot of podcasts with just, you know, one person, uh, which is I wouldn't say it's easy to do, but uh, maybe easier in the realm of having two or three people on the podcast where you have to watch all these different energies and what to say next. And I don't want to interrupt, but I also want to say something like it's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely a, a delicate dance. It's a it's a it's a <laughs> Miko thinks so. too. Hey, he agrees, man. Miko <laughs> fully agrees. And he's like, please show me some love right now. <laughs> we had to sit with him for 45 minutes. <laughs> and didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. Nope. We were just out there and he knew it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think he'll be done here in just a second. Let's see if we 
but there we go. Good. <laughs> he heard the door and I was like, oh, he, he's coming. He's, fine. he's, fine. <laughs> he's still here. <laughs> wow. Well, this is a, a special event because it's before noon on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. We right. usually record Tuesday night. So yeah. uh, what has been the best part of your day thus far, even though it's been a short day so far? Thus far, I would say waking up feeling as good as I was, mm-hmm. as I am. I didn't think I would be feeling this good. Yeah. Going through the medication journey today is step, or today has started step two of that journey, which is five more milligrams in reduction. And I thought it was going to be a rougher journey than it, than it has been. Mm-hmm. I woke up a little spacey today. Um, slept later than I have pretty much since <laughs> I was in high school. Uh, so I slept till 7.30 this morning. Oh, damn, you yeah. rebel. And, uh, yeah, I, I like to live on the edge, guys. And uh, so that was cool. Uh, I did sleep a lot this morning, which I, you know, um, I feel like is, you know, is just part of this process. I've lost essentially not the quantity but quality of sleep i feel like i've lost over the years with with medication um so i thought today being step number two which has been a overall 10 milligram reduction from 40 to 30 i thought it was going to be a lot harder but um woke up feeling good today a little spacey a little tired but for the most part i'm here and uh and ready to have a conversation that makes me feel good got up had some coffee um cleaned things up uh which that's that's what we're going to talk about today um and so those are all positive things that uh you know that i that i can do in order to work my way through and grow through this this journey that i'm taking so because sometimes especially with like no not no medication assistance but a reduction in it I haven't wanted to do these things like clean the house or organize or do the dishes or this, that, or the other, or do errands. So it feels good to be able to feel this good today and do the stuff that I did around the house because the podcast room didn't look like this this morning. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And I, I just got to keep reiterating how proud I am of you. Dude. Thanks dude. It's I, I, can't speak from my own experience but i could only imagine what that would be like to try to come off because you hear you hear the stories about how powerful these medications are and the fact that you've been on them for so long yeah. and the and i think the proudest fact is that for me as your best friend it's like that you would even want to take that journey on yeah like it would be so easy not just to keep going and, yeah. and that wouldn't be a bad thing either yeah you know but uh, just like really stepping up and, and taking this on has yeah. been like wow Thanks, dude. It's, it, I I appreciate that, man. It's, it's been on my heart for a while, you know, and I've, and I've tossed and turned between like, it's also okay if this goes on, you know, like, but, but there's this, just been this thing on my heart where it's like, I I think you can do this. And I think that, I think, I think that you deserve to do this. Like you deserve to feel life. Yeah. You know, you deserve to feel, uh, what it's going to be like to embrace your child embrace your you know your wife you know who's now your baby mama <laughs> like, <laughs> right. you know and it i don't know so that's just the point where i'm at right now and um and so taking the steps just being patient trying to understand what a what what a good day looks like you know now is just the process that i'm going through and i'm early so yeah but we're steady 
Yeah, you said the what a good day looks like. We talked about it before the podcast, but mm. referring to like this is a totally different baseline for you, huh? Yeah, totally different baseline. Like so, you know, a good day, um, which I still plan on it being, but used to be like, you know, did I wake up at four in the morning? Did I do physical exercise? That was a big part of what was a good day for me and lately that's kind of that's completely changed not kind of it's completely changed because i haven't stepped foot in the gym or outside to run since the marathon and Mm -hmm. since the medication change right so um so yeah that's that's been a a big change for me so i'm like well what what is a good day now and i think a good day is going to start consisting more of of rest Mm -hmm. sleep which it has but it's like the whole attitude adjustment has to come as well to right. where I'm not giving myself a hard time. Right. Yeah, that's huge. It. You know, it's like, so the, the, the horse is on the way to the water. Now I just have to drink if that, you know, if, yeah. if that makes sense. So that's just an attitude shift for me. It's like, yeah. which again, I still plan to exercise. Um, but I don't think that's what's going to be a good day for me anymore. It's going to be, did I, was I able to um, be present in the moment? Did I, was I honest about how I felt throughout the day? Um, did I admit that I felt a little disconnected like we had talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what a good day and being honest about my feelings is going to look like for me for, for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. And that, and that's a beautiful shift and, and such a necessary shift to mm-hmm. give yourself that grace, man. That's, mm-hmm. dude, you're, you're doing an amazing job, brother. Thanks. Thanks. And, um, and then, you know, obviously one of the biggest things is just staying on point with my, uh, with food, mm-hmm. with food intake and like what I'm eating, which has been great because I've been so disciplined for, for a while with it. But I feel like food affects the way I act and that's very important mm-hmm. on what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So huge. Yeah. And then come November, you'll have a whole new type of medication. The yeah. love of being a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, lo- the love of being a father, which is, is going to be amazing, man. Dude, it's medicine. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It can be stressful, but, man. Yeah, sure. So uh, so now is, like, preparation for that. You yeah, know? man. We're, um, we're getting used to that kind of thing and um, because, like you said, that's, that's going to be stressful. And not, neither you and I mean that as a bad thing. It right. just is. Right. So this is also... Man, it's like marathon prep, bro. Right. So right now I'm doing those like interval trainings. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like for sure. Getting off the medication is like part of the interval training in order to handle the stress because I can't just keep adding medication. Like, and that's what was happening. Like mm-hmm. when Nora comes along, like I can't just in my eyes, I can't just keep adding things. Like I gotta be able to handle this myself, you know? Yeah. And that's that's where my heart really is. Oh, dude. That's a powerful that's, place. That's where my to heart be. really that's is. Fucking powerful, brother. Yeah. So you know, releasing of those attachments. Yeah. Because that's that's, that's exactly awesome. what Nora deserves. Yeah. And everybody around. That's what me. you deserve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Back to the base. Back to the base. Man. How's your day been? Good. It's been good. I, I think the probably the best part of my day has been my outlook on how things have transpired today yeah uh, so all week training for this ultra marathon on june 4th 
Uh, I've been really getting after it. I got finally got myself some new running I shoes. Saw, man, those are beautiful, dude. dude. I love good running shoes. Oh man, it is like night and day from the. I, so I ran the flying pig in like fifteen year old shoes, <laughs> and my fucking my knees and my legs paid for that dearly. But um, man, they're fucking nice. I went down to the running store and uh, Jack Rabbit. Yeah, the yeah. same lady. Oh, he knew the all same the lady. And, and dude, she tried to get me to get all the shoes that she liked. Listen, did you I tell her? Did you tell her how good the other gel was? I, <laughs> I should have told you because it was phenomenal, so you could tell her. Hey, my buddy really loved that gel you that you didn't like. <laughs> so she made you try on all her shoes. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I love these and I love these, and I'm like, uh, she was trying to get me the ones with the real wide toe base. You know, they're more trail based running mm. shoes, and and. I like running shoes that are tight and narrow because, yeah. I mean, I don't have wide feet, yeah. but uh, she was trying to get me these ones with these big open. Yeah, like a big toe box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't like them, and, mm. and she kept, like, persistently bringing me. I'm like, ah. And so like when it. she was in the back, I went over and I <laughs> I looked myself because they catch you right when you walk in the door. Yeah. Like any sales team is right. like, hey, let me help you. It's yeah. like, fuck. I wanted to look on my own. I myself. Right. I'll, I'll <laughs> I call you if I need you. you. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I get it. It's part of the sales, yeah. the sales gig. But um, so when she was in the back, I, I kind of explored on my own and I found these Pegasus 3 trails. And, uh, man, they're perfect. Yeah. And she just came back out and I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll try these on, but I really like these. I really like these. And, um, She's like, oh, I don't, I don't think we have too many of those left. Let me see. So she goes in the back, and she's like, I have one pair left, and it's a nine and a half. I'm like, is the nine and a half the one that's on display? Because I tried that on, and it fits perfect. She's like, that's the only one we got. Beautiful. And I was like, holy shit, yes, it's meant yeah. to be. And even she was like, yeah, I think it's meant to be. Yeah. Then she's like, these are 50% off because we've had them for so long. So all those shoes are like 140 to $180. Yeah. So I got them for $78. What a deal. I was like, oh my, thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you. You know, um, I finally took the step to reward myself and, and invest in myself with some good shoes. If yeah. I'm going to be running 30 plus miles, it's, yeah. it's kind of necessary. So I didn't break myself down completely. Um, but yeah, anyways, where that kind of got off on a sidetrack story. But uh, the best part was I had had... 20 miles lined up for today mm -hmm. for, for this morning to run. It was going to be my longest training run probably. And my only super long run before mm -hmm. the ultra marathon. And, uh, Brittany and I have been struggling as we spoke on less last episode, we're going to start counseling Wednesday. And, uh, it's cause we don't do a lot together. You know, our, our interests at the moment are different. Yeah. Um, and so on her way home from work, she's like, Hey, uh, another couple is going to come over and we're going to, we're going to play some pong and, and have a good night. And, and in my mind, I'm like, fuck, like, damn it. I have 20 miles planned in the morning. I was going to get up at six. I was like doing that, that training prep in my mm -hmm. mind. Like I was already getting in bed when mm -hmm. she texts me this cause she gets home like eight 30. Um, but knowing that I need to, you know, meet in the middle with our relationship, I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah. Sacrifice. Right. And yeah. it's about sacrifice if you want things to work. So, um, I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it. And, uh, this morning I thought I might wake up a little bitter, you know, like feeling like shit from drinking, you yeah. know, and, and just like not following the path that I had vision for my day. Um, that can leave you a little bitter sometimes like, God damn it. Why did I do this to myself? Yep. And then you start pointing the finger and you, you know, I didn't do that this morning, which is a huge change for yeah, me because 
you know, it's easy to wake up, especially hungover. You yeah. know, I, not that I'm hungover now, but like if if you go out and drink and it's feel not like feeling shit. your best, you know, right. not feeling a hundred. Yeah, I hate doing that to yeah. myself, and I yeah. rarely do it to myself anymore. You know, so uh, that was a huge, huge uh, win for me mentally. Yeah, you know, to not be upset, not feel jaded that I because I had a great night. We yeah. had fun. We had a blast. Yeah, um, it's just not how things I envisioned to go. Right. So. Um, that was the best part, man, is just having that that understanding that, hey, we had fun. Yeah. And life is about sacrifice sometimes. It, it is, and sometimes the things change. And, right. Um, you, you've, you've always been good at things changing, you know, yeah. and, and then just rolling with the plan. Right. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, some, sometimes that happens. And being, a, you know, a runner myself and somebody that, like, prepares for long-distance runs like that, like, mentally like it's it's a lot like yeah you put you gotta invest a lot that and you you know you you plan other runs because of it it's not just something that like just happens out of nowhere right like it running takes a lot at least for me it did of prep of plan um stretching nutrition you know, everything I was, I, was, I was just interested in eating the right thing like <clears throat> timing that like it's just there's a lot that goes into those big runs so yeah, yeah it's a big transition and yeah. there's a lot of sacrifice in both of that, like running and also getting out of bed and going to, you know, have some fun. Yeah. It's um, good, man. It's a good shift. It's hard. It is hard. But it is hard. Like you said, you make it up, what, tomorrow, you said? Yeah. And, and yeah. So a shift, just a, just a shift, a compromise. Right. And boom. Yep. And, um, yeah, man, it was good. I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself. Got some new tires for Aubrey. Yeah. She's turning 16 this Thursday, my my oldest. She's been on the episode a couple times, or the podcast, rather. Yeah. She's got a couple episodes. Um, man, <laughs> 16. Cool. Yeah, no, when you said that, I was like, tires for Aubrey, huh? Okay. Yeah. God. <sighs> Dude, I remember, my, <laughs> I, do, I remember my first day on the street yeah. uh, after getting Solo? Class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, did I stop at that light? Like, I know I did, you know. Right. I was just like, like everything's actually, going so fast yeah, in your mind. Everything's, yeah. And then you don't have the driving instructor or anybody anymore. You're like, uh, am I doing this right? Do I have to check in with anybody? <laughs> right. <Should I? laughs> Nobody's watching me? Nope. No, man. So, yeah, she, turning 16 Thursdays, we got our limo booked for her and all her friends, which is also her last day of school, which is really cool, so... Limo's going to pick all her and her friends up and take them to Soho for some hibachi. And then they're all going to come back to the house and have a little party in the basement. That's awesome. Yeah. That should be a great time. It will be. It will be. Happy 16th. Abs. Abby Dabby. Man, life goes fast, man. Life goes fast. Before you know it, Nora's going to be putting tires on her car. I know. (laughs) Don't blink. I just did. Oh, shit. (laughs) So this week, as Eric touched on, we're going to talk about the importance and benefits of having a clean space, the benefits of the actual act of cleaning and tidying up, and then just uh, the importance of continuing to move forward in your life. When you you hit snags or bumps in the road, uh, not to pull over and dwell on that bump, but to get back in your car and keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I, I cleaned... The space today yeah. is full of, full of stuff. Yeah. Um, and 
well, obviously to, um, cause it's like when you come over for the podcast, it's, and then it becomes your space too. You know, I'm like, right. oh, I can't have stuff laying around here. You know, Chad's coming over like it's his space too. Like that wouldn't be fair. So there's like that first thing, you know, but also, so I'm not like looking everywhere. Right. I feel like a thing for me is like when I'm, I feel clean and tidy in my rooms and space, it's like I can focus. Yeah, man. And I was talking to Dan about that this morning. Like he's like, you know, when your stuff's clean and tidy, you can really be in tune. So that's one of the things that I've just made sure of when you come over for the podcast. It's like, all right, have the room as tidy as possible. I know this room has multiple uses, but right. just have it as un uh, distractive as possible. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. yeah because clutter creates distraction, man. Clutter does create distraction. It's like whenever I feel like I'm, uh, a little bit stressed or just, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just stressed. <clears throat> I, I take a look around. I'm like, all right, what area I may not want to do it, but I'm like, what area can I, can I clean? Yeah. Even if it's like doing laundry. It's like, you know, you clean clean out the hamper. It's just like another space that you clean out. It's another area of your mind that you clean out. Yeah. I directly relate clutter to your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Clutter in the house, clutter in your brain. Absolutely is. Which, man, just makes me think of like um, the Hoarders episodes. Yeah, man. I'm like, man, no wonder like that they're just, you know, suffering. Because it's like, first, I'm like, there's so much stuff everywhere. Yeah. How could you even think properly with yeah. all that stuff everywhere? Right. Because I know for myself, I can't think properly when there's stuff everywhere. Right. Clouds me. Yeah, I agree. You know, and if you think about it on an energetic sense, if if things are clean and tidy and organized, you know, they call it feng shui, right? The flow, flow of energy. So obviously you yourself are going to be flowing because it in the spiritual world they they speak of your internal world creating your external world so if if you literally clean your external space you're actually doing that for your internal world you mm. know because not only the act of cleaning you're you're up moving physical exercise yeah you're moving energy and that's it's kind of weird to think about cleaning as exercise but i know i sweat when i clean my house like sweep mop vacuum you know yeah. all that clean the counters and um so you're moving energy, mm -hmm. you're clearing space. If, if everything is energy around you and you have clutter, that means there's energy clusters everywhere around you. So right. it makes it harder to flow, you know, energetically. Yeah. Blocking you, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Distracting you, blocking you, preventing you, making you go around somewhere. Yeah. I, and an organization I feel like is a big one too. Yeah. I think that plays, plays major into cleanliness and, and, uh, having declutter right again yeah that makes sense um if you have a bunch of things laying around that takes up more energy less space for you to move right you know? yeah man you're not gonna lose shit as often either you know like how, how often do people like i can't find my keys yeah it's like but if you're organized and you keep them in the same spot every time and it doesn't have to be your keys it could be anything you know uh the remote control for the tv if if that's your thing <laughs> it's good yeah it's a it's a good example you know because that's something that we use all the time i uh have a specific we have a specific spot for keys yeah. uh so, you know as soon as we come in the door there's a little catch-all right there yeah just throw them in there every time yeah organization keep it cleanly yeah yeah it's huge man yeah it does because 
it's just less space in your brain that takes up. Right. Kind of related to like wearing, um, not the same clothes, but just like my, my attire, like for work is like, I have a polo in general and then like a pair of khakis Mm -hmm. and like different colors and it's easy. Right. It's like being cleanly. It's like, it's just, I don't have to think about it at all. There's no space in my mind that it takes up. Right. So flow state. Yeah. Flow state. Yeah. You know, I think it's really powerful thing. You said too. it for us, we like to host and you know, if, if you're going to go to somebody's house, you want, you want to be in a clean space. You, you never go to somebody's house. That's super messy. You're like, Oh my God, I had so much fun I there. Wait, I had so much fun there. We need to go back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's a really powerful thing. And uh, for me, my whole life is like, if I'm feeling anxious or it's almost meditation for me. Mm. So what I do every, every day I get up and, and that's the first thing I do. Mm. I sweep, I wipe down the counters, put the dishes away. If they need put away, start laundry, like get the ball rolling by cleaning my space. And that frees up my whole day to not have to worry about doing other shit. So even if it's a day where I am resting, Mm -hmm. I knock that out of the way. And then I don't have responsibilities because I'm not worried. Like, well, fuck, I have laundry to do, but I don't want to do it. Mm. I should probably clean the bedroom and make Mm -hmm. the bed, but you know, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You just get up and do it, yeah. and then all that stress of worrying about that shit not being done, uh, whether it for it be for it, I can't even fucking talk. Whether it be for yourself or your spouse, like mm-hmm. you want your spouse to come home to a clean space, mm-hmm. you know. Because for me, my wife is a nurse and she doesn't get home till eight thirty. So if our house was in disarray, like I could only imagine the the stress and tension she would feel coming home to feeling like she has to put away the dishes or, uh, you know, clean the bedroom yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so whether you're doing it for yourself or your family, it, it's such an important thing to clear mental and energetic space, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, for me, it's become thankless because get the kids to school. Brittany's at work. I turn on Pandora and just jam out and have fun. Like yeah. I make it fun. It's enjoyable. It's something that I really have come to enjoy because I know the feeling that I feel at the end of it. It's mm. like you feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Your space is clean. So you're like, huh, it's so nice being in a clean, organized space. It like, is. It feels, <sighs> it feels better. Yeah. It's like I mean, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, literally. It makes you feel lighter. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that it's important to have the necessary tools to clean space? Uh, as far as like, like dustpan and mop? Yeah. Or? Like, you know, um, because I, like at work, like, Kayla, um, you know, I, I do my share of cleaning around the house, but Kayla does a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, I, so like at work, I do a lot of the cleaning there. And one of the things I like about cleaning the most is when I have um, a, the proper tool right. to clean. Like we have this really cool mop, and I know that you have one too. Um, oh, the spinning The one. spinning mop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it makes the job easy. Easy, right. you know? like, um, And I think that's very important. Because if you don't have the proper stuff to clean, then that's like another obstacle right. in your head that like blocking the flow of cleaning. Blo- exactly. <laughs> blocking the flow of even cleaning itself. Right. You know, even getting there to right. do it. So I think it's and maybe a struggle for some people these days, just with how, you know, expensive things can be, it's important to have the necessary tools to clean your space, you know, and to uh, do stuff like that. I the mop at work I love it and we have one here too but 
I love it because it just it it's functional. It's efficient. It's efficient. Yeah, man. And it like and I just I just feel so good about that. It's like a you know, when a builder has the right tool to build a house. I mean, I'm sure that feels great. I mean, it's a necessary thing, obviously, right. but like you know, so I think that's a I think it's an important thing. Like we have rags and just like different things and that's like tools that are just made for cleaning that particular thing like right it just makes the whole process more enjoyable right it's just it's like stress-free <clears throat> yeah dude that that's such a powerful point that that's a really great point like yeah. so we I, I would just you saying that brought up all the tools that i use to clean like i have a duster so instead of going around with a rag and physically wiping yeah. everything i have this big fluffy feather duster where it literally holds on to the yeah. duster and i just toss it in the washer when it gets backed up with dust and dirt and yeah. toss it in there and reuse it right you know and um yeah dude that's a that's a beautiful point yeah that's enough it's just like we have so many cool it's like a thankless point really that's it, that's awesome yeah Glad you thought of it yeah we just because you know sometimes like here like we don't have you know all the money in the world to buy like all these different things that are awesome like to clean your house and to to do that stuff but you know the products that we do have it does but like there's just so much stuff out there right that you can that you can use and take advantage of in order to clean your space and have you know um just an ultimately a cleaner mind yeah um i would love to and i think i'll start investing in just like have like a cleaner come over one time just like so do like a professional clean in the house or whatever just to really clean the space because it's it's hard to keep uh, a good hold and a good clean on your house, you know, especially, you know, you have a nicely sized house. Yeah. I'm sure that's gotta be tough. It takes me a few hours. You know? <laughs> so, and I, you know, I always remember like my mom trying to keep up with the housework, like as we were kids and we had, you know, some pretty nicely sized houses too. And it's, it's just tough. Yeah. Gets, gets out of control sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. On that point, man, I would like to shout out to all the people that do hold down their household and, yeah. and toot my own horn because it, it is a lot. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily a lot for me because a, a big thing for me too, with the cleaning is being in the Marine Corps every Thursday we had oh, field days. Yeah. So we took everything out of our living space and cleaned everything to like inspection, white glove inspection status. Wow. So now cleaning to me is like, it's a fun thing, oh. you know, because you're with your buddies and listening to music and, and drinking, even though you weren't oh, supposed to drink okay. on field days. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So it became an event, a yeah. fun event, right? you know? So what started off as like, fuck field day, right. we can't do anything, but we got to clean our barracks. Like this fucking sucks. Yeah. But then you turn it into fun with all your buddies and mm -hmm. bullshit and messing with the younger guys or the boots. And, yeah. uh, so for me, it, it's become a really fun thing, but it is, it can be overwhelming for mm. people that have other stressors. And, and I, and I recognize that I, I live in a place of, of privilege because my life is panned out differently than a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, as far as, uh, with, with inheriting a bunch of money from dad's accident, it's freed up space for me to stay at home a lot. Um, so I, I recognize the privilege that I've been granted through, through certain events in my life. Yeah. But, uh, if you're still working 40 to 60 hours a week, and then you have to do that on top of it, you know, kudos to you because it is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla, I mean, she cleans his house freaking <coughs> daily. Yeah. You know, and um, so shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, she she does a phenomenal job at it. And um, so, yeah. And shout out to, to everybody that does it. It's it's a tough thing. 
It is. Yeah. That's a daily thing, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's because the moment you start to let that uh, slide, or or yeah. you miss a day or two, it, it, then it starts to become overwhelming, and then yeah. it starts to become like, oh shit, yeah, oh shit, that mountain just keeps this? growing, yeah. growing, and it's like, oh. So it, for me, it's really important to just do it on a daily basis and make it part of my routine, mm-hmm. you know. And and same things on the days that I do work, I come home straight away and clean. Yeah. You know, for, for me, and, and it, I think it might be a, on the spectrum of OCD, but I, I can't sit down and relax unless everything's around, around yeah. me is clean. Yeah. Because like I said before, if I sit down, it's like, well, shit, this, this, and this needs done. Yeah. And yeah. you're sitting here not doing a damn thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a little bit of OCD for me, but also I guess it would depend on how you defined OCD. Yeah. I just... <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, yeah, it really just depends on how you define it. I mean, I, you know, like last night or this morning, like I saw like the dishes needed to be done. The room needed to be cleaned up. It's just like, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's OCD, but like, I just wanted to make sure my mind was mentally clear. Right. To be able to focus on the podcast. Right. You know, and also help out Kayla, you know, so that she didn't have to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's beautiful, man. And another thing with uh, the tools that you use to clean, being mindful of the chemicals you're using to clean your house. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Kayla's really opened our our eyes to that about the chemicals that that we were using. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're they're really harmful. A lot of them disrupt our own hormonal endocrine systems and and really throw us out of disharmony with with who we are meant to be yeah and that's know? that's a situation where we can use the word a lot i would yeah. say because a lot of them do yeah most of them mo- yeah. all of your name brand stuff yeah oh yeah you um know. there's an app i can't remember what it's called but there's an app out there that you can i think it take like a picture of the barcode or whatever and it'll give you like a score of like how toxic how to- yeah how toxic it is yikes yeah, we man. Were, we were using some chemicals that were really toxic, even down to like cleaning our bodies and yeah. cleaning ourselves. Yeah, man. Um, which, well, fragrance, fragrances, which is, which and is all also that an important part of cleaning your space. Yeah, you know, cleaning yourself. And man, we realized some of the and cleaning your clothes. Yeah, you know, all the all, not all, but mostly those products. It's like, man, there's a lot of chemicals in there. Yeah fragrances dyes all kinds of shit that disrupts your hormonal system um man and that's wild uh, plugins like the uh fragrance plugins fragrance plugins like we stopped using those we we still use one of them um but i can't remember what it's called uh but kayla's looked it up it's like again for the lack of better words like natural yeah i don't know what it is but a safe Pure, alternative. Pura. That's what it's called. P-U-R-A. Pura. Yeah. Um, but a safer, yes, alternative. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All, yeah. Again, another way of cleaning your space, the scent in your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man. A lot of those. Cleaning your hands. Yeah. Cleaning your teeth. Yeah. That's everything. A huge one. That's a big one. Yeah. Man, I, you know, it's. It's easy to dismiss because the products and even the food, cleaning your gut, cleaning your gut biome will can completely change you out of a depressive state. Sorry. You know, if you're if you're eating junk and you touched on this earlier, 
you said, you know, it's really powerful on what I eat because as you're going through this process, if you started eating junk out of comfort, you would actually be making yourself a lot more comfortable and you have that awareness, but not, not everybody has that awareness is like, well, fuck, I'm going to eat comfort food, but that just really in comfort food. What I mean by that is like shit. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what has become comfort food to so many. It's like yeah. when when you hear the stereotypical story of like a girl getting broke up with and eating a gallon of ice cream. You yeah. know, it's like a, a comfort thing because it's dumping all these happy hormones into your system when you're sad as fuck. Yeah, but really, it's just perpetuating the whole problem yeah. of, of of mental illness or uh, hanging on to negative emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, and that's and there's some science stuff to that, like increasing the level of cortisol in your body. You yeah. know, when you when you uh, you know binge on 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 crap, you know, yeah. and not saying that I don't do that, but I become a lot more conscious of it, and it right. only happens at certain times. But right. could it be better? Absolutely. But yeah, it's very important. And I started taking a um, a probiotic because of uh, because of that as well. Yeah. Um, I want to do it, you know, as naturally as possible. But also I understand that like the gut is an important thing. So I started taking a, a daily probiotic to help me through the journey. So yeah. do, you, do you still do apple cider vinegar? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a probiotic as yep. well. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar. Uh, <laughs> I haven't ate too much of it, but I got some Greek yogurt again, yeah. just some plain Greek yogurt. That's another good one. Um, and just looked up other things. I know there's a lot of, uh, uh, probiotics in uh, pineapple, so I've been yeah. eating pineapple lately. So yeah, just again taking the taking the natural steps to try to do it. Yeah, because cleaning the gut is important. Yeah, it sure. absolutely is because that's where a majority of your serotonin is produced, and a lot of people don't realize that is mm-hmm. yeah a, a big component of happiness is that serotonin. Mm-hmm. And if if our gut, so what I think we've talked about this before, but candida and the American diet, yeah. Um, there's a lot of documentaries out there on YouTube and yeah. Netflix so that you can really dive into the world of sugar and, and health and what it does for your gut bacteria. Yeah. So most Americans, why, why a majority of our society is obese is because our gut bacteria is out of balance and we carry mostly negative yeah. bacteria in our yeah. stomachs instead of, you know, there, there is a need for bacteria in your stomach because it is. breaks things down and, yeah. and cleans it up. Mm-hmm. But it's what type of bacteria you're right. having in there. Is it a good bacteria that's eat, eating up the, the negative shit? Or mm-hmm. is it negative stuff just perpetuating the problem? Right. Uh, so the probiotics comes in there. You mm-hmm. know, For me, I drink apple cider vinegar every day with, with my water in the mm-hmm. morning and at night. And really helps me... Um, stay lean, mm-hmm. you know, helps me stay happy. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of people don't even realize how important our gut health is. Yeah. So, and there's plenty of information out there. So, you know, ignorance is a choice at this point in our, in our human evolution because yeah. every, every bit of information is out there. Yeah. Important to have a clean diet, <clears throat> Yeah. you know, so you can clean yourself, um, you know, clean your mental attitude, clean your gut. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And then I, uh, I, I like to drink the uh, kombucha. Oh yeah, as well. that's fermented. That's that's good stuff uh, for the gut. But yeah, it's very important. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that for the longest time. There's a lot of different things to uh, to happiness and mental health for yeah. sure. It's all related. Or, it's all related, it's and that's completely one, related. That's one thing I think many people including myself for most of my life is we, we tend to separate things like, well, that has nothing to do with that. It's like, well, actually everything plays into, everything, yeah. yeah, everything has to do with everything. Yeah. And if it's just our lack of ability to connect the dots, it's, it's not that the dots aren't connected. It's just 
we're not consciously aware enough of yeah. how they play into each other, you know, because I mean, no human is ever going to understand how everything works. It's mm. just, we're not meant that way. No, we're not built that way. And so just educating yourself, continuing to learn and understanding that information is ever evolving too. Like they used to say cigarettes were good for people, <laughs> you know, yep. they used to put cocaine in Coca-Cola, not yeah. that Coca-Cola is good for you, but like right. science and, and health and, and humans evolve. Mm -hmm. So staying on top of stuff and, and another thing with apple cider vinegar, and I'm just kind of ranting now, but you can use it as a cleaning product. Really? Apple, yeah. Vinegar is a, is a great cleaning product, a healthy alternative oh, to yeah, all yeah. the chemicals and shit. Yeah. Uh, obviously not just going to use straight chemical. You dilute it. And uh, we put lemon oil in ours as mm -hmm. well. She, Brittany's huge into uh, the essential oils, yeah. which has been a big, big product for us for mm -hmm. cleaning and uh, health things. Yeah. So, man, it's good stuff. There's a lot of natural, healthy alternatives out there from your Lysol and your, your bleach and yeah all the shit that's harmful to your hormonal system. So yeah, it's not to be mindful of. Yeah. You said oils and it made me think of, uh, how I use oils to clean my mental space. Yeah. Uh, I show, I showed my new boss how to do that this past, I don't know. I think it was last week maybe. And, um, that was cool. Cause you know, sometimes we get in these states of, uh, you know, stress, and that could again be equated to having a lot of like stuff in your room yeah. that you don't know how to handle. And uh, one day he asked me, he said, because he saw me pull it out, he's like, What is that? And I was like, It's oils. What is, like, what is, what is it used for? I was like, Just stress, anxiety. <clears throat> when I start to feel anxiety, I just, you know, take a little whiff of it, do a little breath work, and then boom, I'm clean. Not maybe not better, but I'm reset. All right. And um, he was like, hmm, okay. And then like last week, he came to me. He's like, listen, you got anything for like some stress right now? I was like, yeah, I do. Here. And I had him put it on there, smelled it. He's like, okay. I was like, feel good? He's like, yeah. Like, nice. Well, it reset you. Yeah. Cleaned your space. Cleaned your mental energy. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you can clean. I never realized like how many ways I clean myself throughout the day. Yeah. This Starts is interesting. This is routine, interesting. So. Right. Like not even just the physical space around me, but myself. Right. I didn't know. <laughs> They're just like automatic now. Right. You just do them. Right. Clean desk at work. You know? You know where everything's at. Know where everything's at. It's functional. Clean home. It's in my clean car. <laughs> <laughs> hey that happens wait wait till you have a child it's organized but uh you know uh we've been in a couple of trips in it and uh yeah so clean that you know it's important to be clean everywhere absolutely yeah absolutely brother and um man you know the more the more you use those oils and you, you start to build such a concrete reset button for yourself it, it just for me it just like the power amplifies every time you do it yeah. You know, you take that deep breath, that deep inhale of the oil and, you know, and it's like almost, you can almost call on that smell when you don't have the oil. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe I'm just weirdo. No. You know what I mean? I think it's definitely deep in your memory. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, for me, it's kind of like, uh, you know, everybody remembers and could recall the smell of, uh, baked cookies coming yeah. out of the oven. Heck yeah. Even though you can't, even though it's not physically there, you could be like. Do you know what that smells like? And yeah. you and you would instantly 
think about that. Right. And you'd, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know what that yeah. is. Makes total sense to me. Yeah. Nico believes it, too. Yeah, he must want cookies. He does. <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. Dog biscuits. Butter biscuits. Butter biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. And, and it's so funny how smells can trigger a whole emotional event. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Good and bad. Yeah. Good and bad. But uh, Oh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> good. Definitely good and bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Smell, smells can really take you to different places. Right. It's wild. And one can come out of nowhere. You know? God. Um, man. One, so one that's come to me recently. Jeez. This is crazy. Is the smell the smell of beer? Yeah, yeah. It's really, uh, it's really, like, triggered like a lot of things in me, mm-hmm. like because of like my dad drank beer, and mm-hmm. I I used to drink beer, and now I don't. So it's like, I I can't remember where I smelled it, um, but I smelled it the other day, and I was just like, whoa, like, oh yeah, it took me back. Like I was like, oh, I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, as you work through your medicine journey, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things that, that yeah. come up with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, taste like taste has come back in other places. Uh smells have come back and smells have gone away too. Um so when you eat asparagus, uh have you ever smelled your pee afterwards? Oh, you can't not smell your pee. I Guess what? Like. You can't smell it. I can't smell it, dude. Good for you. That's a good thing because it smells horrible. Yeah, man. It it does, but it's like for the longest time. I mean, that's the, been the biggest joke. Like when we have asparagus, we get asparagus all the time here. Yeah. And, um, dude, recently I'm like, I noticed it because it's been so automatic that I didn't notice it. But then the other day when we had asparagus, I was like, oh, my God, I don't smell it. Huh. I don't smell it anymore. It's so weird. And, and Kayla like went to the bathroom and I was like, and I was like, let me smell it. <laughs> and, you smell like asparagus? No. Really? Yeah, dude. Huh. Did she smell the asparagus? Yeah. Oh, okay. She was like, oh my God. And she was like, it's overwhelming. I went in and I was like, nope, can't huh. smell it at all. That's interesting. So strange, dude. That is strange. And I, you know, I started looking it up. I'm like, what would, what would cause that? Like, and it's just like, and uh, there's, more, I don't know if there's more people, but there are people that just don't smell it at all. And they said it's like an edit in, like in your genes and stuff like that. I'm like, dude. Kind of makes sense. I mean, I'm really changing some things inside. Right. Inside the brain and how things operate right now. So, huh. I don't know. It's weird. That is weird. It's so weird, dude. Dude, that's such a pungent smell. I don't understand I know. how anybody and would that, not it's smell still, that. It's still blowing my mind because that's I have smelled it for so long, bro. It's, it's like a fun joke. Right. It almost makes me understand that like I'm working correctly. Yeah. That's like a mindset that I had. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I it's had getting a, through my system. I had asparagus just now, and here we are 15 minutes later, and I smell it already. Well, things are working good. Right. And now that I don't smell it. I go, fuck. I'm like, mm. <laughs> is everything all right <laughs> just happened the other day though yeah mm-hmm. maybe it'll come back to you it might but yeah it's a weird smell so wouldn't be so mad just uh just a different kind of different kind of water i'm in yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little murky right a little murky a little murky yeah, there might be a catfish in there Who knows? speaking of cat speaking of cat hey bird 
<laughs> uh, you know, another thing that cleaning really helps is it, it, one thing I've noticed in, in my life. I have a family member that is not clean at all, and their house is always always pretty uh, gross, for lack of a better word, dirty, I guess. But um, <laughs> it seems that that part of my family that doesn't live in the most clean space is, yeah. is usually pretty sick. You know, there's bacteria and germs and, and molds and not saying in, not saying in their house, yeah. but overall, if you have a messy space, you're, you're leaving more room for, for negative energy to attach to those things as well, whether sure. that be uh, bacteria or mold or whatever. So uh, just for your own health, for yeah. your, you know, cleaning your space for your own, uh, physical health as well as your as your mental health yeah. because th- yeah. i think that's probably a, a pretty good running correlation of of the space you live in being clean and and your physical health as far as being a sickly person yeah so i, I would say so I, yeah because i i couldn't imagine the people on those hoarder shows being like so they're they're not out there running for mar- running marathons and shit you know what i'm saying no they're usually um, overweight, yeah. uh, mental, obviously if, if you're going to hoard like that, there's, there's other mental things going right. on. And I think there's, I think there's a direct correlation to your, your mental stability and the weight that you carry on your physical vessel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, it's something that we don't necessarily tie together, but I think if you carry a lot of emotional baggage, you're going to tend to hold on to more physical weight as mm-hmm. well. Um, because you're not you're not moving that energy, mm-hmm. so it's storing in your body and, yeah. and through food. And I think, I I I don't think a lot of people correlate it like that. But to me, that's a direct correlation. Yeah. You know, if, if you see somebody that's really obese, obviously they're going to be insecure. Not obviously, some people do love themselves unconditionally, and yeah. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more often than not, yeah, if if you're overweight and unhealthy, you're yeah. going to be insecure, and it just perpetuates all these other issues. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think you know, I think that's a fair thing to say that you know, some you know people that are obese are you know they're not happy with themselves. I mean, you know, I know that myself when I you know, tend to overeat and things like that. I've come to recognize that it's, you know, an emotional thing and it's, you know, that's pretty much why, you know, and a lot of uh, the stories I've heard of people being overweight and obese and things like that, they have some emotional struggles that they handle. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say for sure. It's in a lot of those hoarder shows that are out there. Just, I haven't watched too many of them, but the ones that I have watched, they uh, the people are overweight or they look sickly, you know, so having a physical space that's crowded has to, has to have some sort of effect on, on your mental, on your physical. Yeah. It's the same for sure. You know, it is, it's the same. So it's just like how, if you're carrying around all that weight, how could you not expect it to be on your physical body as well? Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, not only like cleaning your space, but also I think another huge thing is throwing away shit we don't need. Like so many people, speaking of hoarding, and, and you don't have to be a hoarder to keep shit that you don't need. Yeah. You know? I'm like, man, maybe I'll use this sometime. We all do it. No. Dude, I have like 80 fucking shirts in my closet. I wear like 10. Yeah. At the tops. I, yeah. Every <laughs> you know? shirt that I wear to work, well, now, like in the summertime, I just did the laundry last night just so I can like see this. 
it's like a handful of hangers at most, you know? Yeah. And I have like 90 shirts right. in my closet. Yeah. Like, what are you? Dude, and every time I try to go through my clothes, I'm like, well, I might wear that. And then you start to create scenarios Listen, where you would wear it. I do. Dude, I was like, man, maybe I'll wear this. Like if somebody has like a party to go to or something, which, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but, you know, we all do that. Yeah. And that taken to the extreme, uh, you can see how people would hoard yeah. because I don't think we get attached to the the item as much as we get attached to the logic of why we got it in the first place, yeah. you know, whether it's like, Oh, well, this is a really good deal. I got this for $10 and it's $90. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you become attached to the story of why you got it mm. and not necessarily the item. So it makes it harder to release that. And then you start to justify it with stupid means. Like, so my fallback on all, like, especially clothing items, oh, I'm like, man. well, what about in the wintertime? You can use this to layer up. You yeah. may never wear it as an outer layer, but you can wear this t-shirt under two other t-shirts. And, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? When, when have you ever done that? <laughs> I literally haven't worn some of these shirts, some of them ever. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I wash the same. It just goes the same way. I wash the same five shirts, whether it's work or play or whatever yeah same, yeah but i have 74 of them yeah <laughs> yeah you know and, and it helps to be mindful of those things you and know, so just, you can work through it just did a clean of my drawers recently actually so yeah yeah another way to clean the space yeah because that's a functional space you got to go to your drawers every day well at least i do that's where my clothes are yeah so yeah that's another one that can be stressful if you don't clean it or organize it yeah. It's like if you got your stuff everywhere, it's like, where the fuck is this? Yeah, where I need is this? this. Where is that? Where's my, where's yeah. my khakis? Yeah, where's this? Where's that? <clears throat> I definitely like to be clean and organized in that realm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and going back to, we talked about something that, and this is will obviously be controversial because it's controversial for the person that made the comment, but we talked about Jordan Peterson and the whole uh, overweight thing. Yeah. Um, you told me the story. I was unfamiliar with it, but yeah. Um, if you would, again, I would like to talk about that. Yeah, de definitely. So uh, I don't know her name, but the um, the lady that was on the Sports Illustrated cover recently was um, was a plus size model, mm -hmm. um, and Jordan Peterson uh, made a tweet, which uh, which we could pull it up, but it said something about um, it was a picture of that, and basically it said this is not beautiful. Like, and that was like, I, I think out of character for him, but there was more to the tweet. Do you think it was out of character? Cause he's pretty fucking honest. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty honest, but like, um, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if those were the right words. Right. It you know? wasn't calculated. Yeah. As it could have been. Yeah. I don't know. Like the first sentence that he said was in my view, kind of mean, like this is not, beautiful like and and she was a good-looking girl yeah like but i think there's like a deeper level of what he meant by that For sure he's a very I just, deep individual. i just don't think the words right were were correct uh, it's just my view but yeah so um but i think he, he's just so intelligent that there's more of a mindset of like let's not promote you know unhealthy behavior Right. Like a person that is plus size is not a healthy way to live. Right. Like it creates all kinds of other it, issues. It, it creates all kinds of other issues. I'm all for, you know, be it do whatever you want to do. I 
I myself, I'm just speaking for myself, I, I don't think I would ever put myself in a situation of being obese. I don't think I can let myself do that. Uh, again, I'm not saying anything on anybody else. I'm just speaking clearly for myself. But like, so that's something that drives me. I'm like, well, I don't think that's a healthy behavior. I don't think that's good to be obese. Right. Just causes, just, I, I just don't think I would perform optimally if I was obese in yeah. any, in any sort of realm. Yeah. You know, I, I, I agree with Jordan Peterson and I, I'm a little more harsh and I, I think why it triggers so many people is because they take it for surface level. Like this isn't beautiful. It's like, he's not saying this woman isn't beautiful. He's, he's picking up on the undertone of where our society is going as far as rewarding negative behavior, yeah. you know, and it's not just with obese people, but it's with people that cry and whine and throw fucking temper tantrums as adults and us pacifying them. It's like, well, listen, that's not, that's not healthy. Like you're acting like an adult brat. Yep. Like you're acting like a spoiled brat as an adult. Like, I don't know. I, I think, I think he's got a point. It, it's not, where our society should be like, I get that a majority of our society is obese and that's probably why it triggered so many fucking people because it's like, Oh shit, you know, they look like me and that hurts my feelings. Yep. You know, but, but for me, it's like, it's not, like you said, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. So I don't think we should promote an unhealthy society yep. like that. No society wins by promoting unhealthy shit. Yeah. You know, as you can see, the United States is <laughs> uh, not, I don't, I wouldn't say it's on the rise. You know, as I don't far want to as say health it's on a decline, no, but, I would uh, say as far as health practices go, absolutely not. We're right. not, we're not on the, we're not on the incline for that. Right. I think there are people that have done a lot of great things like Rogan, as far as promoting health and stuff like that. Right. But like, no, absolutely not. It's become more about convenience than anything. Yeah. You know, in the convenient way Yeah. is to just tell somebody that they're beautiful. Yeah. Because it's, it's, uh, it's easy. It's convenient. You're not hurting feelings. No. So this is what he said. He said, sorry, uh, period, not beautiful, period. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty hard. You could have danced around that a little more eloquently. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, but, you know, I had a conversation with somebody else um, about it. And um, there's this. I think there's this level of like doom and gloom with people that are so intelligent that they can't understand what he just actually said. Right. It's like he has such an understanding of how uh, the world works um, and such a high level that he almost can't see the low level. He doesn't see the surface. That just happened there. <laughs> right. You know, because yeah. it was pretty low. That's uh, You know, that's part of meeting people where they are. Right. That's not meeting people where they All are. Right. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. So it's like, hey, man. And, and I, you know, and, and I had some questions like, I'm like, is he okay? Like, we, we've talked about it before. Yeah. You know, he's like getting off benzos and he's on something else, which he, he wouldn't talk about on Rogan. Right. So I'm like, man, is, this, is he all right? Like, because <laughs> there's just words like that. It was just like, man, that, that was the part to bring it full circle that like, made me think that I was like, I was out of character. It, like, It's not any, an emotionally intelligent thing to say. No. For an inte super intelligent guy. Yeah. Uh, but I think what I've noticed uh, in studying a lot of brilliant minds is a lot of times the emotional intelligence isn't quite up to par with the the 
intelligence, the yeah, yeah. IQ. The that EQ does not yeah. match the IQ. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely not an emotionally intelligent thing to say unless, I mean, unless we don't know his motives behind that. Exactly. You know, maybe he could have been trying to trigger people. He maybe could. he could have been feeling some type of way about himself. Could. And who knows? You know, could. neither of us know the motives. But I think we talked about this. It sucks that he's being canceled. Yeah. You know, because we were getting ready to go see him. Yeah. Shit. To m- that was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we don't know. You're right. We don't know what the motives were. I, I, can't, I don't know about that, but right. like we don't know. We don't know what that you know. We don't yeah. know what that guy is going through, dude. Maybe this is going to sound strange. Maybe she said something to him. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe like it's him. a personal vendetta. Maybe it's a, Maybe it's an issue against the magazine. Even it could be right. It could be. Yeah, man, for sure. Well, you you never know all those um, situation situational circumstances that are at play, but. uh I would like to caveat what I said about being obese and not promoting healthy uh, society. I think for me, like, okay, so for example, Brittany is always like, how does this look on me? Mm. And I'll, I always tell her, it's not what you wear. It's how you wear it. Yeah. Because you can see people with the most eclectic, goofy looking outfits, but if they're fucking standing tall in it and they're rocking it, that outfit is irrelevant. It's how you wear it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So same with your skin. You don't have to be down on yourself if you're a little overweight. No. Love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what I said sounded kind of harsh playing it back in my head, but also you you can be comfortable and love the skin that you're in no matter sure. what size you are. Right. So, And I think that's the overlying message that Sports yeah. Illustrated is trying to convey. Yeah. But I also see the other side, the flip side of the coin, where it can be detrimental to the evolution of a society. Yeah. If you're promoting unhealthy habits, and right. especially when you're pushing fast food yeah. and f- exactly pharmaceuticals, yeah, you know, yeah. So I think that's more of the point, right? You know, like we're not hating on anybody. It's right. just like the habits, you know. Like we get it, you right. know. It's but so yeah, we're not hating on anybody or nothing. Like there's nothing harsh about it. Just you know, the unhealthy habits, and they're so easy now. Yeah. You know, so easy it's, to <laughs> to get everything. Yeah, and you know it's a oh. it's a fine line like programming our youth, you know. I saw the wildest thing yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. It kind of does, but somebody delivered white claws to our uh, apartment community yesterday to the pool. Yeah, I awesome. Was like, Holy cow, dude! You can just deliver white claw now. Yeah, and just delivered it right to the pool, and I was like, thank you. That was it. Yeah. Convenience. Wow. Convenience. And man, I don't know. Um, so talking about like just not cleaning your body. Like now you can just get, now you can just get alcohol delivered to you. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Guilty. Oh yeah. Guilty as charged. Yeah. But on the flip side of that and the light, you know, everything in this reality has a light and a dark. Exactly. I don't have to drink and drive if I've had a couple beers and I was like, oh, that sounds good. I'll see, get some more. See, where you to, know, way to bring it back around. That's yeah, exactly. I, it's, go ahead. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's just it's wild how just how easy things are now. Yeah, you know it is, and and nobody, no, not nobody, because clearly there are people, but some people just I don't know have a hard time doing it. Yeah, you know, for me, I I seem I, I seem to find myself running everything through the the filter of enhance or escape. Mm. Like, yeah. are you using the convenience to enhance your life yeah. or to escape your life? Yeah. Are you using the convenience because you have social anxiety and you don't want to go into public? 
or because you're with your friends at the pool and you don't want to leave for a half hour to run to the store and back. Yeah. You know, so assigning your own energies and, and being mindful, are you using stuff, plant medicines, for example, I know I've talked a lot about my use of plant medicine and there have been points in my life where I've used it to escape. Yeah. And there's been points in my life most of the time to enhance, yeah, that's right. but just to be mindful of, are you using something to enhance your life right. or to escape your life? Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a filter that seems to come into play in most of the things that I, you know, run through my processing system. And I think it's a pretty good one. Yeah. You know, is it, and, and for me and how I view it is positive or negative in my yeah. reality. Yeah. That's, that's great, man. I, I used a similar tool. I said, is it, does this move me towards the positive? And I looked at my life like a, like a, like a, a speed gauge. Does it, does it speed me towards the positive or speed me towards the negative? Right. And that's how kind of decisions are made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and you know, <clears throat> that, that's a great one. And I, I've used that too in the past and I've had to, I think that made my pendulum swing too far into the discipline side of things of life and I was not enjoying things and I think that's part of the been part of the problem with Brittany and I's eyes Brittany and I's relationship is I've gotten to a point where I'm so regimented and so disciplined that it's like like last night mm-hmm. in the past if last night came up I'd be like no mm-hmm. I'm running 20 miles in the morning I'm mm-hmm. not gonna drink with you and your friends and you know what I'm saying like yeah. so it that's last night drinking did that move me towards the positive Yes. Yeah. And no. No, it didn't help me prepare for this 32 miles I'm about to run. Right. But it moved me towards the positive with my relationship. Yeah. So um, I, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder, huh? Balencio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So uh, what can you do? Move forward, right? Move forward. <laughs> yeah. You can move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's kind of another thing I wanted to touch on when I, when I thought of this topic, I thought of the topic cause I was cleaning my house. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I feel so fucking good after this. It's like, Hey, what do you think about talking about cleaning your space and the importance, but then also being in a, a tough week for Brittany and I, it's like moving forward, continuing to move forward and, and not yeah. dwell and uh, arguments that we've had or whatever it may be that, mm-hmm. that comes up in your life. So oftentimes we, we, find a happening or an event and we start to develop our whole life around that event. You know, you're, you have one, uh, who is it? Uh, Joe Dispenza talks about having one long emotional reaction that lasts months and it becomes your temperament and then it becomes your attitude and your habit. I don't know the exact words to use, but it starts to become your reality, mm-hmm. you know, and you have this long drawn out emotional reaction to one event, you know, and I think we start to identify in the, in the end of it, so you For start sure. to get trauma bonded and identify with that event. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why, why, why are you feeling this way? Well, five years ago, my dad was killed in a car accident. It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, that's a long time oh, ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a traumatic event, but we get bogged down and identify with those, and it's so detrimental to our evolution and our health and mm-hmm. our spiritual health. And man, it's physical health. Yeah. Everything, you know, it all, for me, it all started to crumble, you know, mm-hmm. I started dwelling on dad's death. And then not too long after that, I had to have back surgery, like everything in my reality was literally crumbling. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to, to continue to move forward and brick by brick, 
yeah. rebuild, right? Yeah, just step by step, man. Yeah, because uh, it's, you know, it'd be, you know, just in this situation for me, it'd be easy for me to say, you know, I wish that I would never take medication because then I wouldn't have to go through these steps to get off of it. Right. You know, it'd be easy for me to do that. But I can't sit there and dwell on that. I have to move the step by step towards the positive. Yeah. Which is we're making steps and we're making progress. That's right. But you can't just dwell. Yeah. Like on a, you know, a past decision, past mistake, past whatever you want to call it. Right. You just got to move forward with the positive. Yeah. Keep building from that day on and that, that choice on really. Yeah. You know, because it's choice by choice. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I like to think of it in a sense that, you know, us being a majority, our bodies being a majority water, like if you become stagnant and you dwell in the same spot and you start treading water, like stagnant water creates disease, you know, and, and that's true in a pond or in your vessel. Mm -hmm. You know, if you become stagnant in life and stop growing and you get stuck in a place and you stop moving forward because an event or a person that you've had in your life that you made you may feel like you need to stop and, mm -hmm. and dwell there. Uh, it's going to create disease for sure and, and unhealthy living for yourself. So uh, being mindful that you're water, you've got to flow like water, mm -hmm. right. And keep moving forward yeah. because whew, if you don't, if you don't take time for your health, right. You're going to be forced to take time for your, your yeah. sickness. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good one, man. Um, Another one that I heard was, you know, if if water is allowed to, it will reach the deepest space. Yeah, the lowest point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so, powerful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Just yeah. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. In the water. Just keep going. Yeah, man. <clears throat> it's so powerful uh, when we get hurt. You know, our first natural reaction is to close up, you know, and, and I heard a really beautiful story as a, a Buddhist teaching about a rabbit coming into the garden mm. and, and every night this, this, um, gardener would leave his gate open and the rabbit would sneak in and eat all its food and everything. Mm. And so the, the, the gardener built a, a gate mm -hmm. that he could shut and one night went out there and shut the gate so the rabbit wouldn't get in. Well, the rabbit was closed in the garden, so the rabbit ate even more because uh -huh. it was trapped in the garden. Yeah. So how the the teaching uh, kind of correlated that to life is when we get hurt, we close that gate. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, we can't let anything else in because it, you know I'm going to be destroyed. But what we're doing is we're closing what's eating in. us up. We're cl you're closing it in. Closing the rabbit in. Yeah. Mm. So you you got to stay open. And it's so hard when you're hurt. It, it, it's human nature to want to close down. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, fuck the world just shit on me. So let me close up and, and just keep to myself. Mm -hmm. But it, when you have that understanding as you're closing the pain in, it, it doesn't make it easier to open back up. Mm -hmm. I, I will say that those are just words, but having that understanding can help you take steps to open that gate back up and, and to, to become flowing again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and to understand that, that rabbit's going to get in and eat some of your shit anyways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just shifting your perspective. It's like, well, I'll just grow a little extra so the rabbit can eat and I'll still have plenty of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like going to a restaurant when you have, like, a, if you have a bad experience at a restaurant, you don't just stop eating. <laughs> right. You know? Right. 
you can go somewhere else and right. you'll probably go back to the same place. It's like, you don't just stop eating. You right. just close that rabbit in. Like you gotta let more food in. You gotta, you know, keep going. Yeah, man. So you gotta flow to grow. Yeah. Flow to grow. Yeah. And being clean in all aspects of your life, help you flow. Mm-hmm. So, man, I, I really hope this reaches people in a good place and, I think there's some really good nuggets in this this episode, man. Absolutely. Uh, little perspective shifts, yeah. hopefully, that people can take on and like, oh, I've never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. So it's been a fun one, man. Yeah. It'll definitely make people open their eyes because it does me. And it'll make me be more mindful, too, about, you know, just making sure the, the space is clean. Yeah. The more I put it out there, the more it's going to be within me as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're at a point where you're like, oh, shit, my life is so messy, whether that be in the physical world or in the mental world, try to step back and pick out and start to lay bricks. Like how how can I like start to lay out steps, write out steps like, OK, yeah. what can I do first? Yeah. And start small. Just one. You don't have to clean your whole house in one day. Yeah, that's overwhelming. It's dude, just it'll make area. you quit. It'll make you not want to do it. I won't even. Yeah. You'll just be like, nope. Yeah. Not doing that. So clean your counters one day if you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Sweep your floor one day. Yeah. You know? It's amazing how little I think a task is of sweeping the floor, like just with a broom and a uh, dustpan. Mm -hmm. But after you get done doing it, you can tell such a difference. Dude, the whole space feels cleaner. It's crazy. It is. And it's still, it's just like such a minute thing. But like it, it, it's amazing how much cleaner you feel after that. Yeah, man. It's beautiful, man. It's such a powerful tool. So start small start small and, and build routine with it just like anything else just like cleaning your your gut health building a routine for exercise and probiotics make it a routine and cleaning your house <laughs> cleaning out my closet there you go m&m well if you're still listening i'd like to thank you beautiful souls for tuning in to another episode at the round table with us ed it's and me. myself chatty and uh man super grateful for you guys you got anything in closing brother no nah, man i'm about to go get my hair cut me too about to clean. are you yeah about to clean my hair there you go and um clean the back of my neck <laughs> it just makes me feel so much cleaner yeah dude you look in the mirror it's like oh damn i look good i clean up nicely yeah. even though it's only been like two weeks <laughs> yeah happens yeah, with me too we man, got some I, good hair yeah I, I love you brother i love you too man. I, I absolutely love you and i'm so proud of you for uh embarking on this journey of of cleaning your space thank you absolutely my man till next week beautiful souls it's a wrap out of darkness light heart pumping 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 into white light all things running 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 Take a look at myself, see my third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye. Everything's already alright, always alright.